here we go. Another week has gone by. I can't believe this craziness of how fast things are. I, I, and I know you, uh, well, here, before we, our audience needs to know who we are. This is uh, <laughs> Porter County Buzz, 103.1 FM and uh, WVLP. This is uh, Greg Sims, one of your hosts. The other host on the other end is Andy Bozek, uh, extraordinaire. He's the extraordinaire this Ooh. week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of being the extraordinary one, you know. I, say, I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But uh, we want to give a shout-out, too, to our sponsors, Independent Order of Oddfellows, Chequick Lodge Number 56 in good old Valparaiso, Indiana. And uh, a couple things I wanted to I, – I, I know you've got some things to – Talk about with all your kids and all their concerts and all their visits to McDonald's, Happy Meals, and all that fun stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, no, the um, what I was going to say is uh, the Hilltop had a fantastic fundraiser last week. Uh, it was the soup. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was called. Soup, not soups around America. That'd be kind of a cool name. Uh, I know what you're it talking was, about. I saw it all over Facebook. It looked like a blast. Yeah, it was great soup, great friends, lively music. Although I don't remember hearing music. I was so busy talking to people <laughs> and eating soup. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what was really awesome about it was there was 850 people that, that went through in three hours. Wow. They had 5,500 bowls of soup. I'm not sure how they calculated that, but I'm sure they, you know, they had a way. Mm-hmm. And there was like 77 different desserts, which was another, how the heck do you figure that out? But the people, I mean, it was so cool seeing a whole variety of people from the community getting together. And uh, Was that uh, at I, Expo? No, it was actually at the, uh, the, Hari, uh, the, un- the Hari Ballroom at the uh, VU Union. So, so is that in, that's in the school then? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It okay. was in their student union. Uh-huh. Oh, their student union. I'm sorry. Correct. I thought you meant a yeah. union hall at the union. Oh, no. Oh, no. no, no <laughs> I misunderstood. No. Yeah, that'd be kind of awkward. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. No, it was um, Yeah, at their, at their student union. And what a tremendous uh, thing. And, and again, uh, the massive, massive variety of people just out there to have a good time, eat some incredibly awesome soups. Uh, I was... The I'm a big soup that, guy, so I was kind of jealous when oh, I saw it. I was like, oh, I didn't even know this was going on. I love soup. Oh, <laughs> I love helping oh, the community. That would have been a great fit. Didn't I? Oh, I didn't. Oh, you. Oh, I had an extra ticket, but you had, yeah. Uh, you was were it not to drop the family. No, it was, uh, it was Thursday. Uh, no, it was March 1st. Oh, okay. Was that was March Ava's 1st. last uh, home basketball game. So that's, oh, okay. that's where we were. But they had... <laughs> um, uh, only one that I, I know didn't show up, but uh, like Susie's Cafe, the Amici Grill, Viking Chili Bowl, Shoops. Shoops actually was my favorite. It was a cream uh, creamy chicken noodle. Ooh. I'm a big chicken noodle person, first of all. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> but the one that won was... Oh, it was a contest. Well, it was kind of like the people got to vote their favorite. Oh, that's cool. You know? And uh, it was a... Oh, sure. Now that I said that, I'm going to have a hard time finding it. I'm, uh, oh, boy. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on which one won. Could have been the lobster bisque. No, that was the first Ooh, one that sold out. But a lobster good. bisque was good. And a wood-roasted mushroom. I know that came in second place. Um, 
Okay, here oh. we go. It's Pestos with their Zupa Toscana. There you go. And the second place was the Rolling Stone Baker, which has a phenomenal pizza, uh, yeah. wood roasted mushroom. Yep. Wow. And, That's interesting. And they did have whoever Parkhurst Dining is, they had a cream of mushroom that was really good. I, I like mushrooms too. Uh, I'm not but, a mushroom guy, but I would have tried it. <laughs> yeah. But so it was. Go ahead. Real quick, the Hilltop. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's called the Hilltop Neighborhood House, correct? Correct. And, and they're kind of, and I'm just kind of reading this from their website. I know we've we've been by the building a thousand times because that's where we record. But mm-hmm. um, so it's a child care, preschool, family, food pantry, and free meal programs for children. Right. And they're actually building a, uh, is it a soup kitchen? They bought a house or they either had the house and it's all being renovated right down the street from them. Uh, and I want to say it's going to be a soup kitchen there too. So oh, it's cool. they're they're really doing exponential things to help out the community. So it's it, it's a great cause and great people. Um, but yeah, but it's all and and I know so fun. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what it was. What was crazy about it is, and it was kind of funny too. I was, you know, there were so many people there. You know, you find an empty spot and you sit down, and uh, we sat with these. Um, people that we didn't know it was four people already sitting at this one table and and we start talking and this one lady uh she starts complaining and and i'm just kind of listening i'm like well what's the matter you know because the soup was outstanding and they had rolls and they had crackers and you know some beverages and stuff Uh uh she wore the wrong pants she was upset upset me too i respect that she she had jeans on and she she should have had uh stretchy pants so we all started laughing and it's like oh my god it was kind of like a you know what you do at a thanksgiving where you (laughs) you maybe eat a little bit more than you should but it's so good you can't help yourself oh yeah yeah. but they offered a little a little cup and then like a little sample let's say and then you know you you can get a bowl as well it didn't matter but I started out with a couple balls, and I realized, okay, this is kind of silly. Get your little cup so that you can have a taste of just about everything. And that was, oh, my God, that was beyond more than enough. But you're still trying to taste them all because you're curious, and they were all really good. And, and of course, I, t- you know, I had every one except for the lobster bisque only because I'm allergic to fish, so I couldn't have oh, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is the only, the only one and reason why I didn't have that, but... Yeah, it was cool. And they even had a Pizza Supreme with homemade Italian sausage, and that was from the Dish restaurant. And, oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. And it's interesting little, sounding. Yes. Sounds better than pizza beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which you had, yeah, yeah. right? And yeah, that was um, Wagner, but yes, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and they had these little, it wasn't a crouton, but it was kind of specifically made for that pizza soup, and you put them in there, and it, and it worked. It was, it was unique. Um, yeah, that one. I, that one I could do. I could do that. Yeah, and uh, peanut stew they had, and Ita- this Italian wedding soup, which was interesting. Ooh, that's some of my favorite. <laughs> and then the lemon chicken, lemon rice. Um, Ooh, that's my wife's favorite. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, the martinis did that one, and that was that was pretty good too. I, but again, I am, I am very biased for chicken noodles, so. Yeah, I don't know. But it's either. it's funny because I started making my homemade soups probably about two years ago and started to get into it because I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy soup. And uh, the first time I made it, Aiden was so mad. He's like, are you kidding me, Dad? I can't just, what am I supposed to do? Just drink this broth? This is horrible. <laughs> this is broth. And he's, this isn't a meal. And I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, you know, he's 15 years old arguing with me. 
two weeks later, you know, hey, Dad, can you make that again? I was like, I thought you didn't like broth. He's like, oh, I do now. <laughs> oh, oh, my okay. gosh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty funny. That's uh. Well, you know what's good about something like that is here he... He, he can hear me him. upstairs. Ah. <laughs> he goes, he just messaged me. Why are you talking crap on the show about me? <laughs> <laughs> the broth, bro. The broth. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. But, I mean, that, that's a, what that is. is a, it, it, it's a unique experience of somebody has a predetermined uh, notion, and then you know they make a decision before something actually is tried, and then they realize that, wow, this isn't so bad. And actually, wow, this is pretty good. And they're willing to change their mind and not a, not afraid to say anything about it. Yeah. You know, it's like with anything. You know, you keep an open mind, and whether it be about a public policy or whether it be about something else, or here like soup, that's a good way of looking at it. You kind of keep your eyes wide open, and you you know, and you make a good decision based on your information, not based on somebody else's information. Well, so, and you're 100 percent right. And I, I think I've grown up and changed my. And I think we all have, I'm sure, you know, as you grow up, like at first when I was young, I wanted my steak and I wanted it well done. I mean, I didn't want any pink in there. And now I'm going medium, medium rare, you know, have no problem. It's just like I've grown up. I, you know, when I say I don't like mushrooms, I expect in 10 years, because I like mushroom flavor. I just can't eat mushrooms. I expect <laughs> okay. in 10 years when we're talking about this on our show, I'll be like, oh, I love mushrooms now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like. Where'd that come from? Yeah. I just try new things, but I, you're 100% right. And even my, my politics, um, mm -hmm. when you mentioned yeah. the comparison to politics, it's changed from when I was 19, 20 years old to where I'm at now at 40, you know, different view on life, different understanding and, uh, you know, different side I'm voting for, as a matter of fact. So it's, it, well, yeah, you grow, you change, you just always don't, don't be afraid of change in life. <laughs> well, well, the whole thing too, and, and, yeah, from the political perspectives of things, it's like, you know, I tell this to, to the kids in schools, the, um, you know, at 18, you got a certain viewpoint, and then all of a sudden, you maybe turn 21, and you got a different viewpoint, and mm -hmm. then, you turn, you know, you maybe get married, and you have a different viewpoint, and you have kids in a different viewpoint, you buy a house, yeah. you know, you work at a certain yeah, now job. now that you're paying t real estate taxes, now these things affect you a little differently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you join, you know, join a, you know, you... You join the workforce and you're maybe uh, in a union. You might have a different perspective than somebody who owns the company, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, and it's interesting because if you look back on your life, you know, let's say 80 years later, you sit back and say, wow, I zigzagged all over the place. And you know what? <laughs> and it's possible, but there's nothing wrong with that. Or, or somebody, you know, you have an experience with somebody. You don't like something what's going on in society, but you have very little experience about it other than, eh, this is terrible. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're stuck in the middle of it. And then you realize that, wow, I had no idea it was this way or I had right. no idea people were going through these kind of things. So uh, you change. And um, I, I tell you, that's – well, that's where I tell the – you know, well, just about anybody. You know, don't be afraid to change your opinion based on good information and – and, or don't be afraid to change at all anyways. And yeah, or admit when you're it's wrong. It's okay. You know, because you're right. not, you're not always going to be right. <laughs> you're right. Well, and, and, and sometimes you don't have to say that you're wrong. I mean, you could, but yeah. you just, your perspective changed because of more information. Or, you yeah. know, you matured. Uh, or you decided to look through the lens of somebody else's eyes for a change. Or, or you, you just know. tried the broth and you realized you loved broth. <laughs> <laughs> that's true all because of broth see that's <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about the broth 
And I hope um, he listens to the show and learns. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what's, uh, yeah, that's what's cool. It's like, you know, I, I tell people too, you know, the, the easiest way to, um, to kind of lower your guard is to travel and meet new people and meet, you know, like we see something on TV and we go, wow, these people are silly. These people are weird. Or these people, next thing you know, you travel halfway across the country, meet some of them and go, wow, they're actually good people or boy, I was wrong. Or the, uh, the perspective of the person filming, you know, mm-hmm. tried to lean me one way and it's not quite that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know that experience because I haven't had a chance to travel the world yet, but hopefully one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the easiest way to, to lower right. your guard on, on people because every, everywhere I've gone, everybody wants mm-hmm. the same thing. They might be speaking a different language, but they want to have fun. They want to be with somebody they enjoy being with. They want to make some money and do some cool things. They want to maybe own a house or live in a in an apartment or a nice apartment building and live in a neighborhood where they're not worried about getting, you know, raped or mugged or shot. Yeah. You know, they want to be able to walk down the street and enjoy the day and and all those things and maybe even drive a nice car. You know, whatever that nice car is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we are. I think we're all we're more similar. I think as people. Than, uh, than, than dissimilar. Yeah, and I tell my kids this all the time. It's like there's there's three sides to every story, you know, that old adage mm-hmm. that, you know, you're going to see what uh, you're watching now, what you're hearing from this person, but watch the other side. You know, like I, we talk about Fox News being the conservative network, not us, me and you, me and my kids, mm-hmm. and then we've got right. CNN that's a little more uh, right uh, left-leaning, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, so right. I always tell them, you know, if you're watching a story on CNN and, and you want to hear the other side, hear what the other side thinks, turn on Fox, you know, or vice versa. Turn on MSNBC if you're listening to Fox. It's it's yeah. it, it almost comes to be that, you know, none, none of them are really telling you the full truth. They all have their little <laughs> slant on it. Yeah. And um, to fully understand, you know, what, what the problem is, I mean, obviously, if you, you watch one news channel and they're talking about something that really is important to you, and I'm not going to bring up examples, but, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you're really passionate about it and you love what they're saying, but that's that's cool, but you only know what they're telling you. you got to hear the other side. you got to talk to your neighbor and, and actually work through some of these because some of these, these laws, rules, things that the government comes up with sounds wonderful and it's phenomenal until you break it, until you realize, right. well... By fixing this, I'm screwing another whole type of people or, you know, it's right. So there's so many different ways to look at things. And it's just it's it, it comes back to the our show, which we've always yeah. talked about. It's communication. Yeah. You right. know, it's communication with your neighbors, your your, your friends, your yeah. family, um, everybody. Just get hear people out like you're saying, travel the yeah. world, you know, yeah. do that locally, too. And, and just ask people what they think. And right. You know, you're going to hear some and, crazy things, good and bad. <laughs> and hopefully. They're they're giving you factual information, not emotional information. That's true. That's you know, because that's like I said, that that's the thing that that just kills me the most is, you know, and that's where a lot of arguments come in. It's because of emotion, not because of you know two plus two is four. Although someone may argue that that's not true. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I know that's uh, it, it. It's an interesting perspective on things and. Hopefully, as more people understand that, uh, you know, we can all be better off. And we can, you know, I, I think then, too, we can agree to disagree and we both walk away okay, you know, instead of trying to punch somebody's lights out or something. And I think that's what people sometimes forget. I mean, the word compromise. And, and compromising doesn't mean that I gave in. It means mm-hmm. that we both wanted something different and we found a way to meet in the middle and we both got a little. 
And yeah. we both lost a little too at the same time, most of the time, you know, but that's fine. You, you work together to find that happy median. And um, obviously that's happening less and less in this world these days um, with social media and the, being able to hide behind a computer screen. And that's kind right. of burdensome, you know. And, and you know what, and yeah, you're exactly right, is the, you know, the, these next doors and these Facebooks and these TikToks and all that stuff, it's, uh, it gets a little, oh, I don't know, it gets a little much. Because it's turned into like a, a Facebook times three, and you just, you just sit there, and not me, but you see yeah. people bashing their neighbors. It's like, oh, this guy's got his car parked on the road, and there's two inches. <laughs> Did you walk out there and ask him? Did you walk yeah. out there and say, hey... You know, why do you have this on the, the road? Is it broke down? Is there more to the story? You know, have you offered to help him? That's right, another you thing, some you help. know. Yeah, yeah these yeah. neighbors always, oh, their lawn's too long and da-da-da-da. It's like, well, did you, was he in the hospital for the past three months and you didn't know? You know, these are the kind of things that we don't know. And so it's real easy to judge and it's real easy to, to label, but uh, it's, it's hard right. to help. It's hard to be the person that wants to help people. It's not well, hard, but it sometimes yeah. takes motivation. Well, and the other thing, too, that gets me with this next door is, and I wish there was a way to police it better, but the, uh, you know, I've seen some feeds coming in from like a Valpo, and then next thing you know, somebody from Lowell is chiming in, and I'm like, what does somebody from Lowell have to do with, you know, the center township of Valparaiso? And and why are they arguing it, or why are they... <laughs> just to stir sometimes. Yeah. This, like, this I, <laughs> I was that kind of guy that would just go online to stir oh up shit. And this is before I was in politics, and my name was known. But yes, I would go on, and... You know, you said the sky was blue, and I'd be like, dude, have you looked up? It's yellow. Like, and yeah. just to start crap, you know, and that's, that could be some of that, too. You know, some people just like to ruffle feathers. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. No, it's, it's, but it's, yeah, I guess it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> so I had yeah. a cool, cool thing this weekend. Um, well, it wasn't super cool, because Aiden tells me, Aiden, my son, he tells me Friday, he goes, Dad, I really want you to come to my concert. And he, he normally doesn't, especially mm -hmm. with ISMA, which is the Indiana State School Music Association or something like that. Um, okay. So they have concerts, these these competitions, mm -hmm. and they're very, very strict at them. You cannot, you can clap, but you can't cheer and go crazy. And I think I've told you a story where Ava told me I wasn't welcome at hers because I'm too loud. <laughs> so I assumed the same thing from Aiden. So Friday, sure. he's like, Dad, you're coming, right? And I was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, right here on the paper, it says, no hooting and hollering on the paper. I go, you really Does want me? Really? <laughs> yes. He's like, Dad, yes, I do. I do. I was like, yeah. all right, I'll be there, bro. So I wake yeah. up at like 6.30 to get there. It's in, in Portage. We get there. Okay. And um, it was awesome. They sang three songs. It was a jazz competition. And uh, they did really, really well. And we took off shortly after that. Um, well, when I got home, and Aiden didn't even know this, I'm looking on Facebook, and it's the Chesterton Choir page. And it says, the first ever, from what I could research, Chesterton High School Vocal Jazz Van, Jazz Assemble, Assemble, okay. <laughs> Assemble, there you go, Assemble, earned a gold. That's okay, at the, you went to Chesterton, that's all right. Yeah, get yeah I, I, barely. Uh, earned a gold at their first ever Isma Jazz Concert. So not oh. only did they perform and do an awesome job, but they actually won gold and now will be moving on down in the state. Oh. Um, and I did clap and I was... A little loud. Um, he goes, but he was he was very happy with me from what he told me because he only yeah. heard me say "woo" one time. I was like, <laughs> you know, get one in, gotta get one. <laughs> did Did anybody else make any noise, or was it just you? No, no. I think everybody was half asleep. Everyone, you know, you walk into oh. the dark auditorium. It's eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Uh -huh. 
I don't think any of us wanted to be there at 8 o'clock in the morning. Granted, I want to be there for my kid, 100%. But yeah, 8 o'clock in the morning, that's not where I wanted to be. Um, and as a matter of fact, afterwards, because you brought it up, we went to the McDonald's over there in South Haven on Portage. Or uh-huh. not, not in yeah. Portage, but on 6. Yeah. Right there, right there. <laughs> and um, the kids, we, we, I had four kids with me because I had uh, my, my two little guy, my little guy and my uh, daughter, and then Aiden was with me, and then my niece was with me. So I had these three little kids with me, and they have this thing in there that's a tower, and it's surrounded by four mats on this tower, and it's an electronic tower. And as you jump on the mats, you're competing against the other people next to you. So you're as fast as you can jump. Oh. The first one to get the electric light bulb to light up all the way at the top wins and it's huh. kind of cool because they got rid of their playground so it gives the kids oh so it's it's okay. like nine nine thirty we're sitting in there and there's a lot of uh older people that are you know the senior citizens that are coming early for early breakfast <laughs> they're sitting there and all of a sudden we get there and it's quiet as heck you just hear <laughs> you know all over this thing and i'm looking around thinking well someone's probably going to say something to me no yeah. these older people loved it they're rooting them on they're like come on you got this you got this i was like this oh is my awesome God. so we had such it was really a great time then they're betting on which kid's going to hit <laughs> yeah. the first <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they're betting betting coffee over there <laughs> that's pretty funny no i uh I mean, it sounds kind of interesting that the kids were actually getting exercise and sounds like they were enjoying it yeah, yeah, it really was, uh, they didn't want to leave. And there was, there was that, and then there was like a little thing that looked like plastic noodles coming on the ground, out of the ground. Um, and you were able to climb on it. And they had a blast. I mean, they could have stayed there another hour if I would have let them, but I, it was so boring for me. I was like, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't you, what, what, these things, uh, adults can't go on them or could they? Oh, I don't know. But at nine o'clock in the morning, I wasn't awake enough to start jumping. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I already, need to. Put some of those in a bar. You know, can you no imagine crap. doing it after a couple I could get drinks? my steps in every day. I wouldn't need a treadmill then, Greg. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we were at Portage High School, and I, I mean, I've only been in there a few times, but it is massive. They got two auditoriums, a West and an East auditorium. And I just, I was like, I'm getting lost in here. This, I don't know how these kids figure it out. Wow. Definitely wow. a big school. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh man, no, that's all good. And the, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of funny too. I was talking to some people, uh, well, talking to some kids this morning about, uh, you know, like you said, branching out and meeting people, and mm-hmm. and the conversation of, you know, well, have you met anyone kind of famous? I'm like, well, sure. I said, realistically, everybody should at some point meet somebody famous if you you get out and go places, you know, because theoretically famous people are people too and they go to they go to the store they go to uh, movies they go to concerts they go to sporting events they go to mm-hmm. you know stores downtown chicago kind of a thing too and it was it was kind of interesting uh you know they go on planes they go other places as well and and yes, the, we all the, notion, know the famous people go on planes believe me <laughs> well you know but it was like you know because yeah, no, i go if you don't get out of porter county and get out of, you know, like in this case, it was Washington Township, then uh-huh. how are you going to experience these things? But I, I'll tell you, one of the coolest things happened this morning when uh, a couple of the kids, they're seniors, and they were talking about, I don't know how it came up, uh, you know, college. Cause, oh, there's only uh, 10 weeks left of school. Oh, wow. This, yeah, wow. So, I mean, it, and that, that was the thing. It was like, are you kidding? And I said, well, this is the last week of our first nine weeks, and then. The are you going another year, Greg? Uh, most not, likely, this, yeah, yeah. You yeah. are no, 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 good. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for you. Good for you. So, 
uh, what happened was then the um, so we were talking about okay people going to colleges yet mm-hmm. and after all these years I had multiple kids and this is I, again not saying that kids in Washington don't go places but I had a kid saying well he's looking at University of Chicago and Northwestern and uh, oh, what was the other one oh uh, University of Min- um, Michigan and then uh, and possibly Purdue in, in West Lafayette and I said wow okay and then someone else was saying Loyola, they committed to Loyola University. And we started talking about all the things to do on the lakefront and how cool that is. And But, you know, normally kids on you know from that school, they, you know, a lot of them go to trades and stuff like that, which is extremely important. But a lot of them, you know, Ivy Tech or IU Northwest or Purdue North Central. And it's kind of neat to hear some kids thinking a little bit farther. And again, not saying that the other schools around here are bad, but... I, I'm just I, it took me by surprise because I wasn't used to that um, and you know because I know a lot of other schools like at Cheston and Valpo you know it's common to hear those kids wanting to go farther right. and reach reach a little bit Why it's not more, say more rural in Washington more yeah I, I, yeah so it's kind of interesting but it was a it was an awesome and then we talked about going overseas and studying abroad and or at least uh, some of the schools have those programs where uh, in January, like I know my, my college, I mean, I, even though I studied overseas, I studied, I don't know if I tell you this, I studied politics in, in England and That's international cool. policy. Yeah. That's yeah. It was a hell of an experience. Jeez. Um, Do they even have politics in England? I just, don't they throw oh my God. when they get mad over there? <laughs> no, that's, that's more Middle Eastern kind of uh, stuff. <laughs> They're always no. arguing the parliament and everything. It's like, holy cow. Yes. But you know, what's crazy about it is when you observe that it's like they want to smack each other you know but it's all it's organized chaos yeah and yeah. you know they 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 insult each other but it's by design not by design but i mean it's it's expected you know someone you disagree with someone and they're gonna blast you one and but when you're done they walk out they shake hands and they go have a beer in the pub and everything is good uh but the way they sit too is unique it's like like church pews so to speak very comfortable church pews but uh-huh. they all sit next to each other like that instead of like at, at tables or desks kind of a thing. And I don't know. It, it's just the whole thing is just interesting. But Now, what is that in comparison? So when we our guys are down in uh, Washington and they're in the Capitol building, uh-huh. they are like the, the, the house is more at big, long tables, correct? Or is it more of benchy or? Well. That's where the State of the Union happens, that room, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's more like. Tables ish, and I mean, it's it's kind of just like the state house. You know, you have a place to to put your stuff and work. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in in England, it was just literally like pews of a church. Okay, just like benches. And you know, if you guys, yeah, have I've seen it on TV, hand. and I've always wondered what that was about. Yeah, <laughs> I figured they have yeah. the little things that slide up next to them, like no, the no. Well. <laughs> no, but it's it, it was just it, it's very um, compact and. Uh, I don't know what, what, what you want to call it, um, personal, you know, like up close and personal kind oh, of a thing. Okay. So, but it was, it, it's just neat seeing those things. And, and again, just trying to get the kids to understand that, hey, go study in a foreign country if you want and experience that. And while you're young and, and then somebody had mentioned too, and an interesting thing, did you hear about that cruise ship where it's a three year cruise and the, the cheapest ticket is, is $30,000, wow. but you go around the world. Yeah, yeah. I've watched some YouTube videos of guys that um, are that live on cr- cruise boats. Like one lady had lost her husband, and that's what she does. And it's actually a savings 
compared to what she'd be paying on land. So I wonder if that's similar. You well, know? she's probably trying that's to all find your food him. and everything. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying to find a man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's all. Yeah, uh, no, isn't that cool though? I mean, can you imagine that traveling around the world and going to all these different ports? Experience. And I, I would hope that they're spending more time at a port than just a couple days, you know, and yeah, maybe yeah. We, we go to Greece and we spend a week in Athens or, oh, or you know, go to Italy or, who, well, again, all around the world, you know, we're watering. And I wonder, <clears throat> you know, I didn't see the itinerary, but you wonder if they're coming in the St. Lawrence Seaway mm-hmm. and coming into America and then hitting the Great Lakes and going to a Chicago or going to Milwaukee or are you know, the other places on the Great Lakes? Have you ever seen them? Uh, I, I never <clears> have. I'm just curious. There are some that are, um, yes. As we were trying to, um, the the Indiana tourism, or the, mm-hmm. the Dunes tourism, is trying to get them to uh, come into the port of Indiana and then use that as a a destination for some of these uh, lake That'd be so cruises. Cool. Yeah, uh, but the only problem is logistics. It's like, okay, if these ships come in, and they're not huge, by the way, but if these ships come into let's say the port of indiana uh then what do you do uh, there's nothing there i mean it's right there's it, no just, infrastructure there at all for, no. for people getting off a boat yeah correct so do you do you try and find a way to to get a chartered bus and then bus them into where do you take them to portage valpo chesterton you know do you take them to the dunes do you, you didn't even throw in burns harbor we're right there bro Actually, the last time there's people, nothing to take them you, to. You I'm blink, just joking. You blink and <laughs> yeah. you miss Burns Harbor. What yeah. are there about well, a population of fifty? Is, well, is whatever. But we have a really cool <laughs> attraction. It's called the Bozak Family Christmas Light Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, currently taking reservations. There you go. Yeah, right, right. and donations for the uh, for the good cause. By the way, it's a good cause. <laughs> uh, but that's the whole thing. It's like you know, and and. Uh, we, and maybe we get Lorelai on, um, who's the director of our tourism, maybe, and, and see if there's any updates about, you know, what what might happen with it. But again, that's the whole thing is, because you know, years ago too, I know Cheston had that Enchanted Village, or it was that was called Enchanted Village, uh, that amu- little amusement park. The, yeah, that was where the water park was. Before, yeah, before was and the then water the park. water park, you know, so was well, Porter, so, but yeah. Oh, Porter has the water park. Yeah, Porter had Enchanted Village. Oh, okay. But still, it's kind of, you know, it's really neat stuff. And uh, But now there's just restaurants and gas stations and whatevers. But, uh, you know, I and I don't know. I couldn't tell you. We've got fast food in Chesterton. That's what a lot of it is. <laughs> That's what's driving me nuts. You know, you go to, like, we go out to eat. And, well, there's a few good restaurants around us. But we'll end up in, you know, a few places in Portage. But Valparaiso, that's where most of the good restaurants are, you know, not, not all of them. I'm not talking smack about my community, but there's a, there's yeah. more of them out there than versus out here. Well, and maybe it's because of the way the city is constructed, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know, you know what, that, that's, that's an interesting point of, of perspective. And, and maybe that's a, you know, maybe you put a little pressure on the, the various town councils, if that's what they want to do bring in some of these companies or some of these restaurants or some of these facilities and, and see, cause that's, you know, now that we're talking about that, that's something that, that I get hit with, you know, quite a bit like, Hey, uh, what's the County council going to do about increasing uh, job opportunities? I go, well, that's not our job. You know, we're, we're the fiscal body. We deal with the money right. issues come, you know, we've got from the taxation. We can impact it because we're giving, say, the commissioners or tourism or someone else more money. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's not a direct responsibility from us. I mean, 
no. it's not something we can directly control. Exactly. And and then, of course, they go, well, then who's in charge of if a farmer's got some empty land for sale, why can't they find some company like Amazon or yours, whatever? I just said Amazon just because everyone knows it. And then build a facility there. I go, well, because, again, it doesn't work that way. Now, sometimes the chamber, you know, if, if these companies right. reach out to the chamber and say, hey, chamber, uh, I would like uh, the chamber of Chesterton. I would like to come in with a factory. Uh, what do you got? And then they can help. But that's not that's not. You know, the political and, people, that's right. more the other people. Yeah. And we business. actually tr- tried that as the town. So Burns Harbor, we had a, a guy that was in charge of, and I can't think of the word right now, it's a development in our town. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's since left. But um, mm-hmm. at the time, we have a steel mill that's right on the edge of Burns Harbor. It's in Porter. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's kind of hidden back behind the truck stops. Mm-hmm. Well, they own right over the border in Burns Harbor. They own this huge field that's uh, they're renting out for to farmers right now to farm. Mm-hmm. But their plan was <clears throat> was to convince some of their suppliers to move on to this property. And so the the frontage of the the property would be um, like store storefronts that kind of you know smaller mm-hmm. commercial businesses where they can actually act uh, people from the town can access them and then behind that would be this um, you know so instead of so you got a steel uh, maker and I think they actually roll coils there or whatever they need so they need a part mm-hmm. and they're ordering a lot of parts from the supplier so they offered this land really cheap to the suppliers because obviously the suppliers will shave on shipping costs and there'd be a huge benefit to that right um, yeah and it didn't work out but those are the kind of things that we were kind of working on at the time and it's it's oh, there's okay. so many moving pieces to those puzzles like you're talking about it's mm-hmm. we can as a town or a county have a wonderful idea and, and offer a very attractive piece of land at you know attractive tax rates and help them out and do all this stuff right but unless it makes fiscal sense for them you know it's right. going to be really hard for them to pull that trigger and that's you know Burns Harbor's been trying to get um, a, a, a grocery store for 10 years now i mean probably longer than that um but it's like well we at one point had al's supermarket was a little interested this was years ago coming in Mm -hmm. um but the population isn't there you know and that's what the problem is so it's kind of like yes we can help but you know our hands are tied too these corporations these amazons have to want to come here you know they need a tax break they need Mm -hmm. Because uh, uh, not that they need one, but they're getting offers. Other communities are offering huge tax breaks. So if you want to be competitive, you're going right. to have to do something. And, and that's the thing. It's like how you know you don't want to give away everything, yeah. but you know they want you to, and they're, and they're, yeah. they're, they're you know they're they're going to you know put one one community against another community. Well, this one's going to give us this. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And and it got comes to a point where you say, you know what? No, uh, you know we've got a great community. We've got great schools. You know, we got a great standard of living here for everybody. You're right you know, off so the highways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you don't want that awesomeness, then there's not much we can do, you know, and this is it. And take it or leave it. And if you leave it, then some other company down the road perhaps may come around. But, yeah, at some point, you know, you don't want to compromise your principles. Craig, that's that's you, the one thing. You, you, you told a story earlier, and then you never answered the question. Who was the famous person you met? It's been driving me nuts. Oh. <laughs> Well, you know what? I, I tell the kids all the time. It says, I, I hate, I don't like bragging. I hate people that brag. Um, and I, I mentioned a couple. I, I've met several. I've had a, oh, wow. I, I have had a wonderful uh, a life experience of meeting some extremely uh, awesome people. And, and I've, but some of that, you know, I've been put in places to where, you know, if I've worked at, 
at theaters and I've worked at, um, mm-hmm. you know, at the county fair where I was backstage with all these um, singers and acts that came in and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, there's one person that I've met that, that kind of tops. Well, I've got a, I, I told the kids uh, two of the three only mm-hmm. because uh, there's a contest at school about they uh, they have some Oreo contest or something where you know they're going to ask questions in the morning uh, something trivial about a teacher uh-huh. and if if a class guesses who the teacher is then all the kids get an Oreo cookie the next day oh, okay. so you know and uh, and one of the one of the things I put down was that one of the the people I met it was the question was what is something about you that very few people know and. Now this, if they're listening to our show, they deserve to know the answer. Right? <laughs> they deserve. I mean, if they're listening to the show, yeah. well, you got to give it. To well, them. <laughs> yeah. It, well, and, and this particular person was Princess Diana. No way. <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah. How'd you meet her? Are you, do you got time was, to tell that story? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's kind of. Oh, and speaking of time, uh, this is yes, WVLP <laughs> 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz, and uh, this is one of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host on the other end is Andy Bozek. And uh, we are sponsored today by the Independent Order of Oddfellows, Chequick Lodge Number 56, in good old downtown Valparaiso, Indiana. Uh, but no, you know when I said, uh, you know, when you travel around and stuff, mm-hmm. the, the, the people you meet are, it, it's crazy sometimes. Well, I was in England, in a town that I studied. Was this uni- when you were overseas for school? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, I was the first American to attend the University of Leicester, which had been a relatively new uni- – it was, like, built in 1950. You know, so okay. as universities go in England, it's like – it was a like baby, it's, you know, okay. kind of a thing. And uh, I found myself – I was walking down the street one day, and I saw a little commotion across the street where there was a, a train station, a train depot. And so uh, I, I had nothing going on. You know, I had a couple hours to kill, so to speak. So I walk across the street, and I'm seeing a whole bunch of – Young school kids, maybe, well, the equivalent of our, like, fifth grade. You okay. know, they had their nice, you know, their skirts on. And you can definitely tell they were from a, a kind of a, a prim and proper kind of a school. And I just went up to the this one girl standing in line, and I said, hey, what's going on? And she said, well, somebody is dedicating, well, the, the, they expanded the train station, and there was a dedication going to happen. And uh, one of the... Uh, jobs of the royal family is they do ribbon cuttings. So all this person knew, this young girl knew was uh, somebody from the royal family is going to come, give a few words, and then cut the ribbon, and that's it. And I said, right, well, right. Do we, oh, cool. we know who's coming. They go, nope. And honest to God, I'd say within five minutes, here comes these Rolls Royces, and there was like three of them, and out comes Princess Diana. Like, wow. Holy crap. Okay. This is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm sitting there going, I'm standing next to these kids and there's some other people, but nobody's telling me, you know, move or get out of here. So I just stood there. <laughs> she was, they had a little microphone on this little podium. It was kind of a makeshift podium and they had this ribbon. I cannot honestly tell you what she said because I was just in awe and I was just staring and mesmerized <laughs> and, she was probably 15 feet from me. That's how Was close she beautiful? We were. Was oh, she like- un- unbelievably. I would say one of the most stunning human beings I have ever seen in, in you know, in person. Wow. And, and I, 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 not to change it really quick, but when she died, I understood why the country was in mourning because 
just the allure of this person was just uh-huh. crazy awesome. So she does her thing and, and then she cuts the ribbon. And then the craziness part, she comes walking towards this line of, like I said, all these girls are on my left. And <laughs> Craig's I realize, with all these yeah, little kids. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, you look like the teacher there. <laughs> well, I don't know what that, yeah, it was just weird. So all of a sudden I realized that each kid had a flower in their hand and the the princess came up, shook their hand, accepted a flower from them, and then there was a guy standing Please behind. Please tell me you threw elbows and got a kid flower so you had one. No, but, <laughs> but so she's collecting these flowers and she's coming down the line and she's coming towards where I'm standing. And uh, and again, no one's telling me to move or get out of here or whatever. I'm like, okay, this is weird. I look to the girl next to me and I go, what do I do? And she goes, mister, I don't know what you do, but I'm handing the princess a flower. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I got nothing. Next thing you know, the princess is right in front of me. And I'm like, hello. And she goes, oh, you're an American. I said, yes. She goes, well, what are you doing here in Leicester? I go, I'm studying at the university. Do you like it? I said, it's awesome. She goes, well, welcome to England. And she I'm going to say daintily stuck out her hand, and I shook it. <gasps> no and, way. Yeah, and the next thing you know, the the, limous, the limousines, my God, the Rolls Royces were driving away, and I'm like, oh, my God. I she just, was probably I'm, talking smack like that. She's going <laughs> to give me a flower. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Make sure this guy gets deported right away yeah. out of my country. But I oh, was crap. just like, That's wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was one of those most – surreal things I'd ever been a part of. And um, and you just fell into it. It's not like you went to go see her. That's even I better, had, you know? Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, and and it's, it's one of those interesting, again, you're in the right place at the right time, or you're, you know, you just pay attention to things and things happen. Like I said, I I saw this group of people by the this train station. Had I not walked over there and asked, you know, what's going on, I could have easily walked right by, like I'm sure a whole bunch of other people did. And, and just not even think about it or not even realize right. it, you know? Right. So sometimes opportunity knocks, you, you knock back or you open the door. Mm-hmm. You're right. But, uh, but now that led into the, I was downtown Chicago. I was working at city hall at the time and, um, it was a Wednesday night. Wait, and what were back, you doing at city hall? Believe it or not, I had a job with voter registration. Oh my goodness. Uh, no, it was know. one of my first jobs out of college and, it was, uh, I was in charge, uh, we, we sent people out to register voters, and back then, we, we gave them a dollar for every person they registered. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Here's a yeah. 20 spot, go vote for me. <laughs> no, 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 it was, we gave them the forms, and then they would, it was like they were self-contracting, you know, and yeah. and they would, they would set up tables at Jewel Osco's or wherever, I just remember this Jewel Osco because I went and visited once. And uh, they sit out there and they have a little, I don't know, banner and said, you know, come register to vote. And then my job was to oversee those people. So once in a while, I'd, they'd give me a car and I would travel to the very, you know, how you doing? Do you need more forms? Because there was no cell phones back then. Oh, so yeah. the only way to, yeah, you had, to, you had to literally go and see if people needed help. Or maybe once in a while, they'd go use a pay phone, call the office, and then, then we'd communicate that way. But so I did that. But um one night, it was a Wednesday night, and Wednesdays in Chicago used to be, and I, I don't think, I, I think this is a violation of law now, but it was uh, ladies' nights, and a lot of these bars would have it where the ladies' drinks would be literally one penny, 
And then the guys, of course, paid full price, which I always argued. I'm like, where's the, you know, how come there's not a guy's night or something, you know? Why can't I get a drink for a penny? And so we go to this bar. It was called Esoteria. And I remember it because you walk in and this bar was actually a massive fish tank. Really? It was insane. Oh, Oh, yeah. And so you put your drink on the bar and there's fish swimming underneath, which is really cool. So... There weren't very many people in here, but here's the other weirdest part about the story. And again, I could never make this up. We walk in and there was, what, three or f- – it was three of us. It was four altogether. There was three other people and me. And there was only one other couple in the bar, and it was actually these two girls. And it ended up being one of my best friend's sister. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. What the weird odds of that? Well, I just kind of waved to him and stuff and, you know, let him be, and we were talking and stuff. And and all of a sudden, this entourage comes walking in the bar. And when I say entourage, we're talking uh, big-time like people and, and women that look like they came out of a fashion magazine, you know, that kind <laughs> wow. of stuff. And all of a sudden, in walks this guy who's about six foot four, long, curly hair. And I'm going, oh, my God, that's Robert Plant from Really? Yeah, that yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and of <clears> course, <throat> the people are with me. They're going... There's no way that's Robert Plant. And I go, I'm telling you, that's Robert Plant. And uh, the guy, they, the whole group walks by us, and they go down the other end of the bar. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. And, of course, they're like, well, why don't you go ask him if it is? I go, maybe I will. You know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> and you would. I believe and, you would. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm thinking, I'm like, what is Robert Plant doing here? And then I realized he was in town for – the, the Led Zeppelin had – well, broke. Remember, uh, was it John Bonham died uh, of an overdose, uh, mm-hmm. alcohol or something poisoning? And uh, the band had Led Zeppelin had broke up, and and uh, Robert Plant had gone out with his Honey Drippers as a you know his next band kind of a thing. And they were in Chicago, and his drummer got into a freak accident and broke his arm. So oh, the 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 band had stalled while they uh, uh, interviewed or auditioned new drummers, and. That's exactly what had happened. So they had taken a break from their little You're not going to tell me you're a drummer too, are you? No. Gotcha. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so what happened was I walk over there and I say, excuse me, are you Robert Plant? Yes, I am. And now this guy is uh, 6'4", so he's really looking, I'm going to say down on me, but oh yeah, it was cool. It's awesome. Yeah, he's looking down on you, Greg. You're exactly, yeah. Cause, no, you know, uh, yeah. So uh, no, uh, awesome. first thing I said was I go, Wow, I love your country. And he goes, Well, have you been there? I said, Yeah, the University of Leicester. And it was, you know, it's called the Midlands. And we we're talking about Midlands. And then, next thing you know, Princess Diana came up and all this other stuff. And we got, and then, of course, as soon as I start having a conversation, what do you think happens? Well, my friend's sister, she comes up with her group, and the people that I was with come over. So now they saw oh, the opportunity right. from, you know, and we're all chatting. And we probably, I would say, a good hour or two. So are and you then, kidding? He actually talked that long with you guys. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, wow. and it, and like I said, we were the only ones in that bar, and and it, and then of course it was like getting to be about midnight, and we're like, oh, we got to go home, and they were going out partying, and and I know they invited us, but I'm like, and as weird as it sounds, I'm like, oh, I got to go home. I got to work the next day. What? And uh, never never Wait, went what? out with them. Yeah, you, I know. You're, bro- you're breaking up. Did you really say that? Like, Greg, what yeah. the hell are you thinking, bro? You get a chance to party with a rock star, you got to go. I know, looking back at it now, I'm like, yeah, that was a stupid move. <laughs> but I, yeah. Um, 
but that was that was the cool one. And then, well, I, I said there's several more, but uh, the only other one that I'll I'll mention is uh, <laughs> the only one that's appropriate. No, I'm well, kidding. no, 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 they're all good. But the um, again, like I hate kind of bragging, but it's also no, but it's really interesting. As as I don't know about our listeners, but I know I'm yeah. really interested in it. They're great stories. Well, I try to tell people I don't see too it bragging. that. Well, it, you know, it, it's it's living life, and and that's what I try and encourage people to do too. And um, there was uh, I, when I was working at VU, uh, a football coach. We were playing. Uh, we were in Pittsburgh. We were just outside of Pittsburgh, actually. And well, you guys we traveled football. that far for football? Oh, we went. Uh, I didn't know that. It, it was a phenomenal conference. We we went to Florida. We went to New York. We went to San Diego. We've gone to Arizona. Do they still have a football uh, team? North Dakota. Uh, what? VU? Double U? VU? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. Go, and, go on uh, with your story. I apologize. So, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No problem. So um, we're in this uh, – and, and, well, see, what the deal is, each coach has their own little responsibility um, when we go on a, a weight trip. And one of my resp- – well, my responsibilities were I made sure the food was, was ready. I made sure the food was, you know, getting replenished. And a lot of times I'd help out with the kitchen and stuff too. And then uh, I had to make sure that uh, one of my other jobs was make sure the kids uh, would do like a, a lights out. So uh-huh. you go to a room and you say, okay, you know, there's four of you guys. Are, are all four of you that are supposed to be in here in here? One, two, three, four. Okay. See you guys tomorrow. You know, get a good night's sleep kind of a thing. And and then we always uh, – it was a, a very common thing for us to stay at a hotel that had um, food and a restaurant and a bar because we had a lot of parents that would travel Mm. And it was nice to, at, you know, when the kids are at lights out, then you go down and relax a little bit and you talk to some parents and you just have a nice little, I don't know, just nice time. It, it was kind of cool. And so the other thing too was the last coach down usually buys that round when they walk in. Uh, again, mm. it's just something we always did. And it was usually me because I was one of the, you know, I had the lights out kind of a thing. So I was usually the last one. <laughs> so... Here we are, and and the lobby was kind of full this particular. Night. I'm like, God, and we know they're not here for you know they're not all here for our game. What's going on? And uh, find out there was like a WWE or WWF, whatever it was called back then. I think it was WWF back then, and didn't think anything of it. Well, okay, go to the bar, and of course, as soon as I walked in, the guys are like, "Hey, it's your round," you know. So I go to the bar and I order some drinks, and and the bar the the drinks are at the bar, and I pick couple up to turn to go get them to the table where the coaches were and I bump into somebody and this person was just a little bit taller than me but they were as wide as a refrigerator oh wow and and more of the drinks spilled on me than on him but I'm <laughs> like dude sorry I'll, uh, I'll I'll buy you a drink if you like and no big deal and this guy was really cool he goes no he goes I'm not gonna have you buy me a drink for just a dribble on my hand you know and next thing you know we start talking and we we're t- believe it or not, we're talking about mowing gl- mowing the lawn, and about some correct. Yeah. yeah, I know. You have the best I, conversations. I know. I I can't tell you how to say. And and the whole time I'm sitting there going, God, there's people staring at us. Why are they staring at us? What is? And it was blatant. They were actually. I mean, we're talking staring at us. And I'd say after about 15 minutes, this guy looks at me. He goes, "You have no idea who I am, do you?" I said, "Nope." I said, "All I know is I came down to the bar." Or some drinks, turned, ran and in. You got in my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I offered to buy you a drink. You know, I kind of repeated that, and he starts laughing. And he goes, 
Yeah, he says, I I really appreciate a nice, normal conversation. I said, you know, uh, I said, well, hey, you're a nice person. What the hell? And and he goes, well, you, you want to know who I am? I go, if you want to, but to me, it doesn't really matter. It was kind of weird, you know, when I said that. And he goes, well, are you familiar with the wrestling? I go, you mean that fake stuff? Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he started laughing. He goes, well, you know, some of it is scripted, but, you know, we really do. And I said, oh, okay, so you must be one of those guys, huh? And, and yeah. <laughs> You're going to get again, beat up at the end of this, <laughs> this story here. <laughs> well, you know, the, I think the guy realized the honesty of yeah, it, and, the, awesome. and it was just pleasant that – I wasn't, and, and I've got to tell you who it is. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin. No way. That's yeah. cool as hell. 316. Yeah. He was really yeah. big when I was younger. I don't know really much yeah. about him, but <laughs> I do and, know and, he's really famous. Yeah. Seriously, was, you didn't know who Stone Cold was? No, I had what no the honestly got it. But here's the weirdest part. Not the weirdest part, but okay, so, you know, after a while, he goes, I got to go over and sign autographs and stuff, so he leaves and no big deal. And, and so people came up to me and said, you know, can I meet him? I said, why are you, you asking start me? start charging. You should yeah. start charging. And I'm like, dude, I said, I just I just met him tonight. No way. They didn't believe it because we were chatting like we had known each other for years, you know. <laughs> and uh, But then um, when we got home, we you know we, we played the game and we got home early in the morning on Sunday. And uh, back then Walmart was open 24 hours. So I'm in the Walmart and next thing you know, I see this, this uh, uh, whole rack of of WWF stuff, and there's there's Steve Austin. I'm like, oh, I just met him. That's kind of cool, you know. So that was my that was one of my. And, and again, there's there's more, but this is those are, you know. Well, we're down the, to yeah. We're only at, we're at 54 minutes, so yeah, yeah. So we're all good. That that story's for another day. But again, the bottom line is, travel, meet people, and talk you know, to people. Exactly. exactly. Don't be afraid to go up and even if the person's not famous, you know, just talk to people right. and you're going to find out so many cool things. I, I know on my travels, it's the same thing, you know, I'll be sitting at a, a bar or whatever for work and it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody here, this is real uncomfortable. Well, there's another guy sitting there. Now we can start just talking, you know, and right. you find out some really cool stuff when you're just open with people. Absolutely. And and it, there's, there's you, you learn more than by reading a book, you know, and, right. and I really, I cannot stress that enough, especially... Well, we've got a country that seems to be a little bit divided, you know, and if we can come more together and again, not like everyone has to go out and meet all these people, but it's just, it's just nice when you just, you know, experience life. Uh, and, and too, you know, people, you know, sometimes people think that their lives isn't very good or, you know, not very, you know, exciting. And then you meet somebody else and you realize, holy crap. My life is pretty good, and my life is, you know, compared to this person over here, holy cow, you know. You're right. You can't compare, yeah. You just have to make sure that your life is enjoyable for you and that you're living to your fullest. And that might mean you stay home on Fridays because you don't want to go out and see people. Okay, that's kind of person you are. But enjoy your life. Live your life to the fullest, you know. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to try new things. And, you know, like Greg is saying here, because I kind of, I kind of, um, I get social anxiety when I'm around a lot of people. You know, it's not something mm-hmm. I really talk about a lot because a lot of people don't assume that about me, but I do. And, you know, every time I get myself to one of these events, it's like, oh, I drag myself there and then I get there and I just have a blast. And me and Aiden have gone to quite a few of them together where yeah. he's like, I'm like, dude, I just want to go to bed. I'm ready. He's like, no, dad, come on, come on, come on. And we get there. Yeah. And then by the end of it, I'm like, that was a lot of fun. And I, you know, I really would have rather stayed home because I was lazy, but it was awesome. Glad I drug myself out. 
see, that's the whole thing is you never know what you're you're missing, you know, uh, when you don't go out. But it's like, yeah. And and sometimes, unfortunately, you go out and it's that, and like, oh, yeah, this is kind of boring. And, it, you know, it's okay. <laughs> but the other thing, too, is sometimes, you know, you, you, want, you don't want to be selfish. Sometimes you go out places to be to help somebody else like maybe there's somebody sitting by themselves and you strike up a conversation and you realize that wow this person you know needed to talk to somebody or or this person you know was lonely and now i made them a little bit less lonely and you know that kind of stuff and again not like you know everyone wants to go out and find lonely people or sitting by themselves and interact it just that sometimes this happens and and it's a positive thing or or feel good about yourself exactly You're being a human being, and you're helping somebody else, and and uh, I, I think a lot of times that goes uh, under appreciated or under noticed, and and even underutilized. Uh, so it's I don't know. I, I just I've enjoyed it, and of course the politics part of it is always kind of fun. But of course when I go out, I very rarely tell anybody you know what I do or who I am. Uh, not that it's embarrassing by any means, but it's like sometimes you you know you don't want to run into a a buzzsaw and going, dang, yeah. I just came out to have a nice time. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I've always gone out and, and yeah. I, maybe I've told you this before, but I've, uh, you know, throughout my whole life living in Highland growing up there and then moving to Chesterton um, and going to high school out here, everybody goes, oh, you're uh, Bozak? You're related to the car dealer. You're related to the car dealer. Uh-huh. I hear that all the time. This last year, and as yeah. a matter of fact, it just happened to me yesterday at Buffalo Wild Wings. I pulled out my ID because I ordered a beer. The guy goes, oh, do you own the car dealership? And before I could say anything, he goes, or are you the guy with the Christmas lights? And I was like, yes, I finally freaking made it. You know, I'm not just the guy that owns the car dealership that doesn't, I really don't know. Uh, I actually am being known for the Christmas yeah. lights. And my, my dad yeah. at the hospital, when he was there a few weeks ago, you know, mm-hmm. there was, I want to say, four or five people that asked him, are you related to the guy with the Christmas lights? I was oh. like, that is so cool. You know, we're finally... Getting uh, yeah. broken up from just being a car dealer, and it's spelled different, yeah. just to let our public know that are listening. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're B-O-S, I'm B-O-Z, but yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's neat. And and you make your own, you, you carve your own path. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> I'll tell you, my back is really hurting today because we finally got all, all the Christmas stuff, as of yesterday, finally all up in the attic and in the shed that's all put away, so we're done. <laughs> So, You're good but, for another three months before you pull it out. I was again. just gonna say, do you realize? Yeah, I got to pull it back out before. I mean, summer's <laughs> gonna go so quick. Oh my gosh! Yeah, well, we're not even in spring break, and you're talking. And, and then next week too is people can't forget to uh, turn your clocks. Oh, is that ahead. coming up? Yeah, yeah it's next spring week. forward. Yeah, yeah we're so we lose an hour. Somewhere. Yeah. Well, we got a minute and a half, Greg. Just so you know. Okay. Well, this was uh, 103.1. FM, uh, Porter County Buzz, and uh, when your host Greg Sims, the other host Andy Bozek, and we've been. I was extraordinary just, today. Don't leave that out. He was. I, I, get, I, you, I get one today. Give it to uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but uh, yeah, we're just having some fun talking about some cool stuff in the community, and uh, uh, well, yeah, next week we'll have uh, we'll, we'll have some, most likely a guest on to kind of break up some of our monotony from our people hearing just our voices talk and. Uh, yeah, they're like another Greg and Andy story. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> and again, if anyone wants to communicate with us, PCBuzz103 at Yahoo.com. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you want to hear from anybody uh, or if you have any comments or questions, and we'll be uh, addressing those as well. So, yeah. But other than that, it's, it's been another That's great it. week, and we look forward to, to seeing you guys next week. And, yeah. 
Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Uh, you guys take care. <laughs>